0: I think we should maybe uh, at the top of the the show here probably reference what's going on with Joey right now. Just (laughs) somebody some context as to why he's sounding so weird. Joey, why do you sound so weird?
1: I got a curse. Oh, no. I got cursed. I met a I met a witch, and I had to give her my voice because it's
2: so beautiful. But it's it's a slow burn. Really, did you get uh did you get human legs out of the deal?
1: Uh, I got five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, worth every penny. What are you gonna spend that five bucks on?
3: Oh, cotton candy.
2: <laughs> uh, Joey, do you want to do the intro for us this week? Since you sound so great, yeah. Just really, just really lean into it and go wild on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi everybody, welcome to Story. Uh <laughs> it's not like you're faking it so
0: bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so if outrageous. I, if I,
1: if I speak lower than it <clears> then <throat> it's normal, kinda okay. I sound like a like a sexy radio
0: man. Can I hear what <laughs> um what like Christopher Walken might sound like with your voice right now?
1: I'm gonna have a a hard time speaking in the tone like Christopher
0: Walken. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> can,
2: you give me a, can you give me an impression of a California raisin maybe right now? I heard it through a grapevine. <laughs> they
1: sing that song too, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: I was hoping for more like a sax solo though. Uh.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do that
1: one.
2: No way. Welcome to Story Hole. I'm Joey. I'm Roger. I'm Kevin. And together we are the California
1: Raisins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's actually that's pretty appropriate for this episode. Um, what do you guys know about Sailor Moon? Nothing. I'm so <laughs> excited about this. Yeah, I know. I know very little, but I'm 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 excited. I mean the basic premise of Sailor Moon is that they're teenage girls that find out they have secret powers, which is a pretty a pretty popular storytelling trope in Japan. You know, girls finding out that they're actually magic girls. And then dealing with what that means both for their personal lives growing up, but also, you know, they have to fight monsters and junk and kind of balancing that. And that's more or less the core of of the Sailor Moon series. Uh, But before we get into that, do you guys want to choose which Sailor Moon you are? Oh, yeah. Oh, is there a Pluto? There is a Pluto. So you can choose any planet and I'll give you a short, a short rundown of of what you're about.
0: Well, Joey's obviously going to, that's a a match made in heaven. He's going to be Pluto
2: for sure, right? I'm going to have to be Pluto, baby. Okay. So you're Sailor Pluto. You are the master of time and space. Oh, Ooh. shit. Yeah. I'm good. That's uh-huh. good. That you, can, you, good. Can, you can freeze time. Your weapon is the garnet rod, which allows you to do garnet? Like, yeah, like time-based attacks. That's like attacks. my favorite stone. Man, you should have gone Pluto, Kev. Damn it. Uh, your personality is that uh, you're kind of distant and mysterious. You're not great at making friends. Um,
0: just uh, like real life. Yeah. And <laughs> so, just like Pluto. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Kev, who do you want to be? Um, I feel like nep- Neptune. Uranus.
0: Can I hear about Uranus?
2: <laughs> I mean, I think you want to be Neptune, but we can all agree that you're Uranus. God damn it. <laughs> Kevin, you're just anus. What's- <laughs> Ke- <laughs> Kevin, this is what you wish you were. Uh, Neptune, okay. Sailor Neptune, is uh, she has the powers of ocean and intuition. Um, She loves music. She plays the violin. She's in a relationship with Sailor Uranus. In a relationship? So they kind of go together. Um, And your weapon is the deep aqua mirror, which gives you the powers of intuition. And also you can reveal hidden evil, which is pretty cool. Okay. But what you actually are is Neptune's girlfriend, Sailor Uranus. You have the powers of sky and fury, which is pretty cool. Wow. You're you're, you're pretty tough, kind of masculine, very friendly and kind. Um, you have a sword named the Space Sword. Wow. That's, so that's pretty cool. This is a good
0: one. Space Sword. Yeah. I love that I okay. Space Sword. about being Uranus, but
2: I think they probably front-loaded quite a bit of the cool stuff to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to help with the name. Yeah. So just in a, in a super oversimplified description of the premise of Sailor Moon, uh, it's a group of five teenage girls in Japan. Um, and they find out that they actually have alternate identities dormant inside of them. And when it's revealed to them, they discover they have super abilities, kind of based on the planets. Each one comes from a planet and they have powers that are kind of loosely based on the identity of the planet. And they also have the responsibility to protect the solar system. Uh, And they're actually pretty neat story arcs, but we're not really going to get into that today because I think one of the most interesting concepts in in a lot of these stories that lead up to teens having special powers, it's how they get those powers in the first place. Yeah,
0: I'm super curious.
2: So on today's story hole, we're going to dig deep into the background of Sailor Moon and talk about the Sailor Moon origin story. Our story starts in our solar system. So there's Earth and the Moon and the Sun and Saturn and Jupiter and the whole thing. And we're starting back in time in what's basically the ancient world on Earth. Uh, But it's a period known throughout the rest of the solar system as the Silver Millennium. And the Silver Millennium is a period of peace and happiness and prosperity all over pretty much every place. You know, every planet, every moon, everything's great. And that success and happiness is due mostly to the guidance of one woman, the Queen of the Moon, named Queen Serenity. And the Queen of the Moon lives with her people in a beautiful crystal kingdom on the moon. And her power to keep the solar system peaceful and great comes from this artifact she has called the Silver Crystal. And the Silver Crystal is a little gem, but it grants the person that holds it incredible powers. If that person has an evil heart, it's a weapon of mass destruction. If that person has a good, pure heart, like the Queen of the Moon does, it's a tool for creating peace and happiness. What does it do if you're hungry? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. it takes you
2: that's that's how Arby's was created <laughs> 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 so it's a, it's a pretty powerful artifact um, And potentially a super dangerous liability So in order to make sure that the Queen of the Moon is safe And to prevent any chance of the silver crystal falling into the hands of someone with an evil heart A team of guardians is put together to protect her and to protect the crystal And they're known as the Sailor Scouts Or more accurately, the, like the proper translation is, is probably more similar to the Sailor Warriors in Japanese But in English, they're just kind of widely known as the Sailor Scouts can we change
0: that? Can we call them Sailor Warriors? We can if you want. You want to? Yeah. I like it sounds that. Sounds a lot cooler. Yeah. You
2: know? Okay, so each of the sailor warriors is a princess from a different planet in the solar system. Um, So, you know, they're princesses, but they're also really tough and and super capable warriors. So there's Sailor Saturn, Sailor Jupiter, Sailor Mars, and Sailor Mercury. And they're basically the queen's bodyguards. They're protecting her and making sure that she's safe. They're all female, though? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Oh, that's great. What happens if one of the guardians ends up being a baddie?
2: Um... You know, they don't really, they don't, that just doesn't happen. You know, they're great. Okay. They've got
0: a very strict selection process, probably.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have a, a very intense interview and a background check. Where did yeah. they pick teenagers? Uh, well, they don't yet. So we'll get there. But they're not teenagers in oh, okay. this scenario. They're, they're princesses. They're young, but they're the best of the best from each planet. So those five, they're the queen's bodyguards. Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, and Mercury. Oh, That's only four. <laughs> those four are the queen's bodyguards. Uh, then there's Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune. That's you, Kev. Ooh. Since their home worlds are the two furthest planets from Earth's moon in the moon kingdom, they're charged with a different task. They're not the bodyguards. They're watching for outside threats that may enter the solar system, and then they deal with those. And then there's you, Joey, Sailor Pluto. Her job is to protect a thing called the space-time door, yeah. which is a gateway that connects our solar system to the solar systems from other dimensions.
1: Oh, that's fucking cool. I pick, I pick good. Which is
2: why she controls time, and that's why she's so lonely. She's just kind of by herself, protecting this, uh, this dimensional door.
1: I want to really, I want to frame this as, as as if it's actually me. Okay. Yeah. It is. So I'm I'm doing that. Uh-huh. Right now. As far as I'm when concerned, I, it's you. God damn I'm lonely though out here.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're doing an important job and I and I, I thank you for that. I think if you you're just service. staring at a door. <laughs> <laughs> um so those are Sailor Scouts. Uh, a team of warrior princesses protecting the queen and the and the powerful silver crystal and protecting the solar system as a whole. Um, One other note about the silver crystal, its powers are based on how good of a person you are, but it also draws its energy straight from the user's life force, basically from your your soul juice. So the bigger the spell you want to cast, uh, the more juice it's going to suck up. So if you do something really big and really powerful, it'll straight up suck you dry and you'll die. Oh wow! So you always have to kind kind of balance how much you're using the crystal, making sure that you don't overdo it because it can potentially kill you.
1: Can I make more soul juice over time? Like is it like hemoglobin?
2: Yeah, I think you just naturally replenish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that I naturally replenish my yeah. my soul juice. I've
1: seen you. It's disgusting.
2: I usually yeah, I usually lose a little bit of soul juice in the shower maybe once in the evening. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow!
2: so let's talk about let's talk about the Earth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, the silver millennium is more or less the same time period as ancient Greece on earth kind of uh, It's definitely not like a historical depiction of our ancient Greece, but the architecture is similar and a lot of the names are based on ancient Greek and it's definitely set in the past so it's roughly kind of an ancient Greek feel. Um, it's really more of just kind of a typical fantasy kingdom though you know with handsome princes and soldiers and sword fights and stuff. And the Moon Kingdom and the Earth Kingdom have kind of a complicated relationship at this point. The Moon Kingdom watches over and protects the Earth, but they're not really supposed to interact with each other too directly. So they're allies, but they're not really friends per se. It's it's kind of ambiguous, but they don't really interact. What we do know, though, is that there are two people that disregard this rule of not interacting with each other. The Prince of the Earth Kingdom and the Princess of the Moon Kingdom. Of course. Yeah, It's a classic tale as old as time, you know? Mm -hmm. The Queen of the Moon. Romeo and Juliet. Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ham and cheese. The Queen of the Moon tells her 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 daughter that it's strictly forbidden. You know, she can't go down to Earth and she can't uh, interact with Earthlings. But the Princess of the Moon just loves Earth culture. So she sneaks down there whenever she can. And while she's there, she ends up meeting the Prince of the Earth. And sparks fly and they fall in love. It's very romantic.
0: What do you think her favorite thing to do on Earth is? She's probably oh, man. I don't really, know.
2: Really
1: into the gravity stuff. She's got to be. She's got to do something. That there should be. Dancing, right? Because in the moon,
2: it's
0: probably hard to dance.
2: It's probably easier to dance because you're all light, right? You're just floating around. Yeah, I would imagine dancing is
0: is no Hmm. big deal on the moon.
2: What's something you can do with gravity? Catch. Catch, juggling. She's probably really into juggling.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, really into juggling. That's got to be it. Probably really into hula hooping. I think maybe she got a hold of a yo-yo at one point, and that was really fun for her. She walked the dog once. (laughs) Made the day. Maybe Jenga? Jenga! Jenga! God, she loves just yelling jenga. Jenga's
1: that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Jenga, yeah. Yeah. They don't actually play the game. She just likes to yell at yeah. jenga all the time. Yeah. She'll get it. they uh, uh, should yeah.
2: she'll play it though.
0: We're in trouble when she learns about Yahtzee. Yeah.
2: God <laughs> so anyway, the the moon princess is down on earth sneaking sneaking kisses with the earth prince and you know their their parents aren't aren't they don't really approve but they they sneak off when they're not looking um now at the same time there's someone else that wishes they were sneaking kisses from the earth prince it's a woman named beryl and beryl <laughs> which is b-e-r-y-l so it's a, a little bit better but <laughs> beryl works for the earth prince as kind of a low-level sorcerer uh and to be honest he's not really on the earth prince's radar you know the earth prince is like this mega hunk he's a prince so he's kind of out of Beryl's league. So she just admires him from afar, but it doesn't stop her from from loving him. You know, she's very into the potential that maybe someday they could end up together. And she's also super jealous when this floozy moon princess shows up and starts flirting and Whoa, starts playing hey. Jenga with. I mean, it's, Come on, it's Beryl. Trino. She comes. She comes out of nowhere and just sweeps the man of uh, Beryl's dreams. I mean, away, let's be real though. A, a, a moon princess comes by. Everybody's yeah. going to be in
1: love with a moon princess over a barrel. Straight <laughs> <laughs> head out,
2: lady. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that. I mean the human heart, though. You know what are you going to do? Imagine you were in love with somebody and then the moon princess shows up. Oh, yeah, you hate her, right? Yeah, you're right. So I get it. I, I said yeah. we've all been there. You know. Yeah. But in this case, it's actually really bad news because, unbeknownst to Beryl or the Earth Prince or the Moon Princess or or to anybody else, there's someone else that's recently come to Earth. Another member of space royalty, the Sun Queen. Ooh. And the Queen of the Sun sucks. She was, she was born out of the radiation of the Sun's core. And she's basically just a being of pure chaos. Uh, she doesn't even really have a physical form. She's just this kind of dark, shadowy figure with glowing eyes and no real defined shape. And by her nature, she's just a, she's a force of chaos. She's a force of corruption and evil. And she thrives on violence and death and she wants to destroy peace and order wherever she can. So she's just, um, she's a, a real bad egg. So she's secretly flown down to earth from the sun and she's kind of skulking around in the shadows, just feeling things out. I think it's kind of cool in this story that like, it subverts the the usual expectations for the sun and the moon right you know the sun is kind of this dark evil force and the moon is like this like pure beautiful queen and princess yeah Yeah.
0: i also like that uh you've got that that perimeter with uranus and was it neptune Mm -hmm. that are that are guarding from outside forces but they didn't prepare for for one from the inside yeah Uh
2: that's really cool so the sun queen is down on earth and and just kind of scope man i hate the sun (laughs) <laughs> Do you? Let's just get rid of it. <laughs> Do you consider yourself more of a, a night boy or a sun boy? I'm, just, I'm, I'm a night man for sure. Yeah, 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 me too. Just
1: creeping and crawling in, the, in, the, in your crevices.
2: <laughs> That's true. You're always up in there. Keeping
1: cool and using lots of alliteration.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sun Queen is down on Earth and just kind of scoping it out and looking for a way to cause some trouble. And she sees a perfect opportunity in Barrel because she can tell that Beryl's got some some sorcery powers, right, that's her profession, but she's also got some pretty intense jealousy brewing in her heart. So the Sun Queen uses her powers of corruption to corrupt Beryl, turning her from a low-level, kind of friend-zoned magic girl to an extremely powerful and extremely angry sorceress. And this new evil barrel has one thing on her mind. You guys want to guess what it is?
0: It's a silver crystal. It's the
1: it's the prince, isn't
2: it? It's really just destroying the Moon Princess oh. and getting her revenge on 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 the Earth Prince for his non-existent love affair. Wow. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't really want to win the Earth Prince's heart. Uh, she just kind of wants to destroy everything out of her her jealous rage. Yeah. So to teach the Moon Princess a lesson, she's going to destroy the whole Moon Kingdom and kill everyone that the Moon Princess knows. And with the Sun Queen's powers, she might actually be powerful enough to do that. So Beryl corrupts the people of Earth. The peaceful citizens of the Earth Kingdom are transformed into a zombie army for Beryl. And she launches an attack against the moon. The only person that isn't affected by her corruption, though, is the hunky Earth Prince. He's too good. So he doesn't turn into a zombie. But everybody else in the Earth Kingdom does. What does and, the,
0: What do these zombies look like? Are they like traditional kind of zombies? No, like they
2: look like normal people. They're not like undead. They're just under, uh-huh. they're under the corrupting force of the Sun Queen through Beryl. Oh, okay. They have
1: the glowing eyes or something, so we know that they're zombies?
2: Um, I don't think so. They have fire hair. <laughs> Stands on end. Some real Super Saiyan junk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks really, really cool. Yeah, they look really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, So the Earth Prince, he's, he's not going to let this happen. He has to protect the love of his life. He has to protect the Moon Princess and her kingdom. So he confronts Beryl. And Beryl just straight up kills him right there. Wow. She's so, she's so far gone. she's so out of her mind with this chaotic force and this jealousy that she doesn't even care about the Earth Prince anymore. She's just a being of a pure malice and hatred now. So the Earth Prince is dead. Man. do you guys, guys want to say a few words maybe? Maybe a moment of silence for that yeah, I want to say a few words.
1: Well I want, no, I'm, yeah. I'm going to say a few words. Kevin's gonna be quiet, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, Prince. You um Yes. <laughs> well, oh, where where's that coming from? Okay. Prince, I, I barely knew you. Uh, being out being out here on Pluto staring at this door. But you know and I feel like I, I love doors, okay? And I'm gonna open the one to your room and 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 walk on in and give you a hug in the in the next life because you were just <laughs> you were a you were a great guy in in my opinion. <laughs> at That's
2: the right. end. <laughs> Kev, why don't you say something? Uh,
0: Prince, I like yes. your uh, your body of work. It's <laughs> I miss you dearly. I like dearly. your body and your body of yeah, work. Yeah, God, I love that body. <laughs> God. Prince, you had a rocking body. That's very good. I can't even...
2: Hey, can you guys just use those same speeches when I die? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Yeah. Thank you.
0: I'm just gonna play this
2: podcast when you die. <laughs> you think you're gonna die before me, Roger? Yeah, I don't have much time on this earth. Really? I'm here for uh, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're a candle burn at both ends. You're like, you're like James Dean.
0: Jim Dean.
2: <laughs> Jimmy Dean, the sausage man. You're like Jimmy, yeah.
1: De- J- Jimmy <laughs> Dean. Jimmy <laughs> Dean. You're a real sausage. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. So you know, we have the organs playing in the background. Everybody's crying. I'm gonna say, uh, Prince Roger. <laughs> You were you were a real sausage man.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, that's the truth. Though. Yeah,
1: I can't wait to to open the door into the next life, walk on in, put some sausage between our bodies, and just give you a big old hug. <laughs>
2: hey, if after I died somebody made sausage out of me, would you guys eat it? Or is that too gross? Nah, I wouldn't want to. Is that what you want? Yeah. No, not really. Yeah, no. Wondering. I'll pass.
1: does that make your brain, you get pr- prions in your brain, then you go crazy. That's true? You can't, eat, you can't eat human? Yeah. You can, you're not supposed to eat human. If you eat
2: a human brain, you go crazy. If you eat human at all. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, how weird.
1: Why, why do you think I haven't taken a nipple?
2: <laughs> you yourself. You guys are a tasty treat, most of, <laughs> of y'all. <laughs> That's true. You're talking about the sausage king over here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, okay, let's jump back into Sailor Moon. I want to suck on your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe for Christmas. <laughs> I hand you a box and it's just there's holes cut in the bottom with my fingers in it. <laughs> just covered in ranch dressing. Oh wow. <laughs> hey, what kind of sauce what kind of sauce would you want to dip my fingers in? Um, barbecue.
1: There's, a, there's a, I don't yeah. know if this is a, if it's a chain or a local or whatever, but you know, there's Reds. There's a Reds barbecue. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have this weird, like, sweet red sauce that you put your you can dip a little, uh, little finger in a there
2: bread. Yeah, it's barbecue sauce. It's just like a sweet barbecue sauce, right? Yeah, it's like a sweet. I want that. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank fair. you. <laughs> <Not a> problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back back to Sailor Moon. Um, so things are pretty bad. The Earth Prince is dead. And uh, Beryl's launched an attack on the Moon Kingdom. And and things are going to get even darker from there. Do you guys think you can handle it?
1: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah? Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. (laughs) Seeing the Earth Prince murdered, the Moon Princess can't handle it. She's just overcome with grief. And in a moment of just pure sorrow, she picks up a sword and she plunges it into her own chest. No, She's no. suicide rather than live without her hunky boyfriend. Hmm. So it's a pretty bad situation. The Earth Prince and the Moon Princess are both dead. Beryl is leading a zombie army to go wreck the Moon Kingdom. And the Sun Queen is just kind of sitting back and loving it. Just reveling in the chaos and the pain that she started. But all hope is not lost. The Moon Kingdom isn't defenseless. They have the Sailor Warriors. So Sailor Venus is the first one to respond. She goes to find the Moon Princess and to protect her. But she's too late. She finds that the Moon Princess has already killed herself with a sword through her chest. And in a very tough but also maybe a little bit cold-hearted move, Sailor Venus pulls out the sword from the Moon Princess's chest and goes after Beryl and destroys her i mean beryl's like a powerful sorceress but she's no match for a very angry sailor venus what like the, what are venus's powers we didn't touch on venus venus is the uh sailor of love and beauty of course <laughs> yeah so it's love that love that conquers all you know, yeah treat. yeah her personality is that she wants to be um a singer like a like an idol like a k-pop or j-pop idol. oh i like that and uh she's pretty she's flirty and fun i oh, you know, like her sailor venus that'd probably be you joey hey
1: yeah, thanks you, you mean that yeah, I That's do. very kind, thank you
2: <laughs> So Venus takes the sword, still covered in the Moon Princess's blood And just hacks up Beryl with it Meanwhile, the Moon Kingdom is just getting absolutely ravaged It's really getting really getting its buns handed to him <laughs> Even with Beryl out of the picture, her army of corrupted Earth citizens is just too big you know, The army's huge, and the Moon Kingdom's just overpowered It's in ruins There's nothing that even the Sailor Warriors can do at this point They've been overrun, and they've all fallen in battle There's nobody left It's just the Moon Queen. And she's standing there in a crystal palace in the middle of the chaos, just crushed by the loss of her daughter and her kingdom and her citizens. And there's not a whole lot of options that she can do at this point. She doesn't have a lot of uh, of choices that can possibly save the solar system. But there's one more thing that the Moon Queen can do. She still has a silver crystal. And that's the most powerful artifact in all the universe. It has the power to potentially fix the whole situation. But if you remember... The silver crystal draws its energy from the user's life force. And the bigger the spell, the more energy it's going to need. Mm-hmm. And a spell big enough to fix all of this, that's pretty much a death sentence for the Moon Queen. And she knows it. Now, she casts a spell to fix this problem, it's going to suck her dry. But she's got to do something. And, and this is really the only chance for the people of the solar system. So she holds up the silver crystal and she casts a spell. Ideally, the spell would be to kill the Sun Queen, right? the source of all this evil and corruption, but the Sun Queen is super strong, and even if the Moon Queen gave every last drop of her soul juice, it probably wouldn't be enough. So she does the next best thing. She casts a spell to banish the Sun Queen and to lock her up in some kind of void to stop her influence and remove her powers from the solar system. And it works. The magic from the Silver Crystal captures the Sun Queen and locks her in a prison underneath the North Pole on Earth, where she's just kind of floating in darkness, asleep and powerless. But it's not perfect. The Moon Queen is so distraught with the death of her daughter that it's not a perfect spell. So there's some potential opportunity in the future for the Sun Queen to free herself. And that spell's pretty intense. You know, it really sucked uh, most of the life force out of the Moon Queen. And she's all she's all shriveled up. She's like a, she's like you, Joey. She's like a California raisin at this point. <laughs> I'm just mm-hmm, wrinkly mm-hmm. and shriveled. <laughs> but she's not dead yet. And she's got just enough energy in her for one last spell. And she uses that spell to try to give the people that she loves a second chance at a happier fate. So with their last ounce of strength, the moon queen holds up the silver crystal and casts a spell to resurrect the people that died in this conflict, to be reborn on Earth in the future, with no memory of all the terrible things that just happened. So her daughter, the Moon Princess, she's reborn in Japan in the modern day to live her life as like a happy, normal Earth citizen, like she always wanted. And the Sailor Scouts that died trying to protect the Moon Queen, they'll be reborn there too. You know, with no memory of the Silver Millennium or the Moon Kingdom or any of the stuff that's just happened, but hopefully still there with the instincts to protect the Moon Princess in her new life if she needs it. And the Earth Prince, he'll be reborn there as well. And who knows, maybe the Moon Princess and the Earth Prince will find love again in this new life. But who else died in this battle? Beryl. Beryl. Beryl's reborn too. She's reborn on Earth in the present day, without a memory of who she is, but kind of with this inherent draw to the north pole
0: i thought she's gonna be she just hates the sailor warriors
2: she doesn't really know the sailor warriors yet and she's just i mean she's a normal person she's not evil in the situation because she wasn't evil to begin with it was really just the sun queen's influence that turned her evil mm-hmm. and the question really is posed at the beginning of the story can these people find new fates in their new lives can they have new destinies this time around or are they kind of stuck to fall into what they became in their last lives and the answer is, is that they're stuck. They really can't. Even though they're reborn in a different time in a different place, they all kind of fall into the same, the same roles. So Beryl, without even knowing what she once was, she just feels drawn to the North Pole, to the Sun Queen's prison. And when she finds it, the memory of her old identity comes flooding back. And with it, the Sun Queen is awakened in her prison. And the girls, the Moon Princess and the Sailor Scouts, they're all just kind of happy teens now. But with the Sun Queen coming back, the world doesn't need more happy teens. It needs sailor warriors. So it's time for their true identities to be reawakened to defend the solar system again. And hopefully better this time. Hopefully they can actually defeat the Sun Queen once and for all. And that's the premise of Sailor Moon. The story that we see in the, in the comics, in the anime, in the Manga? 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 manga 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 Um, Mm -hmm. it's all kind of starting at that point where those teenage girls are reawakened and their secret identities are shown to them and they have to kind of pick up the mantle of being the sailor warriors to defeat beryl and the sun queen again do they have like
0: conversations with themselves or is it like once they don the the outfit then they become somebody else
2: each one has like an artifact basically and when they when they pick it up they can transform into their different forms yeah so they're still the same person, okay. they're still the same identity and the same personality and everything.
0: I mean it's kind of kind of a uh, you know somewhat good because if there wasn't a barrel to fight, then those resurrections wouldn't ever actually happen right. They only come out when they have to fight the bad guy, so they wouldn't really have been reborn
2: I mean, kind of though, there are the same people. their powers are awakened when their identities are shown to them, but their personalities don't change.
0: yeah, so it's just like a different time and a different place, okay. So they reincarnated. Have they had yeah. multiple reincarnations? Has this happened a couple of times or is it just
2: once? Just this once as far as I know. Mm.
0: The hard part about this now is that
1: since they're going to have to go through and fight the sun and Barrel again, there's no queen to help them if something bad happens. This is last
2: chance. Yeah. They do go up to the moon kingdom at some point and they see kind of the ghost of the moon queen one last time. And she kind of explains a lot of this backstory in that moment. But, uh, yeah, she's, she's gone. She's dead. So they're kind of on their own this time. It was a
1: cool Yoda moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: the Earth Prince, he's reborn too. And he also has hints of his original, his original identity. And he becomes Tuxedo Mask. And he's basically <laughs> the protector of the Earth. So, so each planet has its own princess that is a sailor warrior, right? Earth didn't have a sailor warrior. It had the Earth Kingdom Prince. And he's, uh, he's Tuxedo Mask. And his powers, is he throws roses at people. So.
1: <laughs> hey, you guys! I I, uh, I I literally bought a tuxedo an hour ago. Hey, did you really? Yeah. What? Does that mean I, I can be the tuxedo you, mask?
2: You might be tuxedo mask. Yeah. Oh
1: man, I'm gonna try. I'm, hang on a second. I'm gonna throw some roses and see what it feels like.
2: <laughs> why'd you Why'd you buy a tuxedo?
1: Um, because I wanted to start having VIP parties once a month. <laughs> <laughs> man, how do I get on that
0: list? I'll give you a ticket. I have, I have yeah? tickets. Yeah, I printed them out. No, I, I think what we're discovering is that every every character in this show is actually joey to some extent dude i, <laughs> I, I wish i wish and i love that idea
2: do you want to <laughs> here I let know. me give you a rundown of all the different sailor scouts and you could see if they all fit you yes please okay sailor mars you are very serious and focused but easily annoyed and you're very fiery and passionate yeah I feel that's, like true. that's you joey yeah
1: yeah, yeah sometimes
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sailor Mercury, um, you have the powers of water and wisdom. You're kind of a bookworm and kind of a techie girl.
1: Yep, um, I'm that. Yeah. I'm that. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Venus, love and beauty, wants to be a singer, mm-hmm. flirty and fun. That's definitely you. Yeah, we,
1: we already covered that. That's true. Yeah. Joey. yeah. I've, I've actually thought about singing uh, while you're doing this. Hey, okay, go ahead and try. Okay. Well, I need you to I need you to do the help help me with it. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I want you to, I want you to go like sing Silver Millennium. Okay. Ready? Say that to me. Ready? Go.
0: Okay. Uh, Silver Millennium. Do
1: do Silver Millennium. Remember that, remember that song, Robbie Williams? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been in my, it's been going in my head this whole time we've been doing this. Podcast. I don't know that so,
0: one One problem, Joey. Whistling is not singing. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're, you're right, you, listen to my voice. No, this is good. That's just bad radio. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm that one as
2: well. Yeah, Sailor Jupiter. Uh, you have the powers of strength and lightning, Thank and you, yeah. kind of Ooh. you control plants a little bit. Wow, uh, you're, that's a great you're, one. you're kind of a tomboy. Your parents died in a plane crash, so you live alone and you're very independent. But someday you'd like to get married and open up a cake shop. I do oh, yeah. like
1: that. I like that one. That one feels good. That one feels real good. Yeah. What color? What, what color do I wear? Uh, Jupiter is green, I believe. Let me green, double check that. Um, though. That's me. That's for sure. That's that's the that makes sense if she's the plant one. Man, I like Sailor Moon. I want to watch this. Uh, <laughs> we
2: should do another episode on the story arcs that follow because this is just kind of the backstory that's only mentioned in the series. But the actual story arcs are really cool. The end of the last story arc is actually pretty intense and pretty neat. Do you know how long the series is? Um, I think there's like three major arcs for the cartoon. As far as like the the manga, I think it's, I have no idea. It could be very long.
1: Okay. And I just want to watch the, I just want to
2: watch it, the episodes. There's also some live action versions. I think they're probably pretty terrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. They've yet to make a good live action show based on a, on an anime or anything like that. Yeah. It's always disastrous. <laughs> uh that's really cool like i i had an idea of sailor moon and stuff i really just knew that it was a couple of girls and they had different colors and powers and stuff but it's like a really intense mm-hmm. kind of like deep backstory it's really interesting yeah it's cool yeah
2: it sounds great this is 1980s is this is the 80s uh, 90s i think right i think the, I think the cartoon okay. series is 90s let me double check that though no wonder it was about, so popular some false information you know 1991 to 1997 but they also did a reboot recently, right? Sailor Moon did they? Pistol. I think it was. You guys want to called. get really into Sailor Moon? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Do you got, do you want to start going to conventions cosplaying a Sailor Moon? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think I'm <laughs> going to have time for this podcast anymore, guys. <laughs> well, <I've got laughs> I
2: already have do the thing.
1: tuxedo. I can be tuxedo mask.
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's just all be can I be tuxedo Mask <laughs> well, too? Yeah,
1: but I have the tuxedo and I have the mask from the movie The Mask, so I could be, <laughs> I could be that guy somehow. <laughs> That's perfect.
2: Yeah. Hey, should we uh should we read some comments that were left to us by people on our on our iTunes page? Yeah. We made a promise that if anybody leaves us a review on iTunes, we'll read their message verbatim, no matter how terrible it is. So yeah. if anybody wants to jump on that train.
0: So far, no no terrible ones, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: just just pretty tame, pretty just nice cool. ones. Just nice comments.
2: Okay, this one's from uh, WDM1262. It says, hi there, first time commentator. commenter, Commentator? First-time commentator, long-time listener, and I'll now give my opinion of this show. These silly boys know their facts. There's Roger the cute one. (laughs) That's accurate, right? It's true. Joey the funny one. And Kevin, he's there too. Every work oh, I nice. learn, grow, and laugh. My <laughs> yeah. life would be a pit of nothingness without this show. And if you stop making it, I might die. <laughs> oh, God. Just kidding. Oh, but, <laughs> but in all seriousness, this show is really funny, and the dynamic amongst all of you is great. And I enjoy hearing a comedic take on things I know and don't know. Also, this cements why Roger was one of the best teachers I ever had in high school. Can you believe that was 10 years ago? Keep doing this. It's freaking great. Best regards, Wesley. Oh. That's my, uh, my student, Wesley, from, from 10 years ago. It's pretty cool. Okay. Hi, Wesley. Hi, Wesley. Thanks hey, for commenting hey Wesley. Do uh, you want to do the
1: next one? I had it. I had my phone. I don't know where I put it. Oh, bluetooth sleeping on it. Okay. <laughs> this is, uh, my dog's butt is right on top of the phone. And so it'd have to be like Indiana Jones and I'd have to try to find a way to put something there if I want to grab my phone back.
0: <laughs> this comment is from InstaViewer and it's titled Whoa with a five star rating. Thank you. Thank you, InstaViewer. Uh, did Joey mention a pin? As a long time listener, the podcast has been utter entertainment. I've laughed. I've cried. I've cried from laughing. I've laughed from crying from laughing, <laughs> but <laughs> but what you couldn't have known is that for the past 63 years, my truest passion has been beta testing merchandise <laughs> in the form of a pin. Who knew that these worlds would ever or could ever collide? Thanks for making that happen. And for all of us Storyhole listeners, who I like that out there, uh, please continue to make more episodes and do so forever. Thanks in advance, Margaret. Thanks, Margaret. Thanks, Thanks, Margaret. Margaret. That's very nice.
1: Margaret, I like your name a lot. Can I call you, was it Maggie Marge? Margie, Margo. Margo, Margo, is cool. That's a cool last name. Man, there's yeah, a lot um, of good
2: things happening in that comment. Story Hill listeners is really good, but also the pin. Joey, are you still planning on making uh make it a pin for our our first hundred? Mm-hmm.
1: I've been tinkering around with some ideas. I think we'll be well. The first idea that we had was uh, a a genie lamp with a minion coming out,
2: <laughs> which not. I still that, think is very good. That's not very good. Uh, so
1: we're looking into uh, to some some maybe uh like occult symbols and stuff. We're gonna we're gonna work with that. Yeah.
2: So uh, coming up with a couple drafts. Uh,
1: and um, we'll we'll have it for you in a gif um, and then
2: the first hundred people to leave comments or send us messages we'll get them right yeah mm-hmm.
1: so i want to have like if you know when when i get it like an email that has your address because we don't want people leaving the address all over the itunes page that's true yeah, yeah so email us your address um if you feel comfortable doing that and as soon as we get the pins made then the first hundred people gives us their address so Great. we have a, a nice little pin
2: very exclusive club
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's cool i love that comment yeah. that was a really yeah. funny comment Margaret should be doing this show. Yeah.
2: We got to get her on here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to retire. and, and, Margaret and come
1: um, to Oh, great. She's coming right now.
2: Roger, pretend you're her. Oh, hello. Oh, Margaret, how
1: are
3: it's
2: you? It's me, Margo. Ma- hey, Margie. What's up? Oh, please. Call me Margo. <laughs> uh, so if anybody else wants to leave us a comment, uh, we'll read it no matter what you say. So leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It helps us out a mm-hmm. lot.
1: Tell your friends to listen to our stuff, please. that yeah, it'd
0: be really cool
1: if you do yeah. that. It's lonely over here, just staring at a door and being like Pluto <laughs> by myself. And I need some more friends. Um, yeah. yeah, and send us, send us an email and say hi if you like, uh, storyholepodcast at gmail.com.
2: And if you want uh, to look at our Instagram or our YouTube page with cool animations that Joey makes for each episode, just go to storyholepodcast.com and it'll have links to all our different stuff. That's
1: there. some cool new ones that are popping up today. So, so keep, get those mm. eyes out. Get those eyes open.
2: All right. Uh, anything else? Open
1: your ears and open your hearts. <laughs> we don't ask m- m- very often, but this one time, open of your year, heart, open
2: your butt, <laughs> open your butt, <laughs> and
1: we'll and we'll, uh, we'll give you the silver. Was this, what's it called? The silver gem was it? thing. Silver crystal. Silver crystal. We're, and yeah, go ahead and open up, and we'll give you that silver crystal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.